You have arrived. You are now on a journey into the world of crypto, with your guides being three idiots. We have no idea what we're doing or talking about. You will get to learn with us on the way. If you are a crypto idiot like us and want bad crypto advice, you're in the right place. Idiot number one is the crypto chemist. Guaranteed to get distracted while talking and change subjects enough times for you to need a quick stopover at the loony bin on the way to work. Idiot number two is Kid Crypto. Kid Crypto lives life one quarter mile at a time, and he knows that it doesn't matter if you win by one inch or one mile. Winning is winning. He wins the Makes Bad Decisions Award every week. Idiot number three is Captain Crypto. Captain Crypto is a professional at doing things the hard way. Instead of researching, he likes to throw a bunch of money at something and watch what happens. You just can't get advice like this from anyone. Hello out there, podcast listeners. You've got the chemist here as well as Kid Crypto. Going to talk a little bit about some of the market fluctuations and things going on right now as of July, end of June, early July 2021, just to date ourselves to uh, because we're kind of on this crux where there's a lot of speculation going on right now. And we're going to chat a little bit about um, what to look forward to and how to look at these markets and whatnot and how, how you can hopefully navigate through some of this stuff or at least start to look for things to navigate through. So, Kid, what's your thoughts about this subject? Well, it's once again a continuation of the roller coaster ride we've been on for the last month and a half. And unfortunately, I dove into the crypto world about two months ago, so I've learned a whole lot of the uh, bad side so far, as you could say. You know what? We're going to push through this to see what can happen. It's, uh, you know, when you start losing a little bit of money, you start diving into these projects and trying to figure out, you know, which ones will come out in the end. Because it seems like in the bear market, that's when these altcoins really kind of fade away and only the strong survive. So what which ones have you been looking at in this altcoin market that you're going to get out of? Or what have you been trying to focus on? Um, I think overall... Um, I, you know, let's start off with saying meme coin. Okay. This is kind of like sport investing. And I've mentioned that in my introduction and I don't want to disregard it because it is kind of fun, but that's one of those that I really, you know, put out there. Don't, don't invest in them if you don't want to throw that money away. Absolutely. But these, uh, really low value coins like this, you can gain just astronomical gains overnight or just lose everything or lose a ton real quick. But in the times where all the big boy coins, all your stable coins are kind of sitting at an idle spot, getting ready to either go up, go down, we're, we're in a funky stage and I'll get back into the big coins later, um, or the quote unquote stable coins. That's kind of a misnomer because nothing's stable. But yeah, looking sure. at those little sport coins, I think are pretty cool. Um, just because, you know, if you just got the itch to trade a little bit, you got to think of it more like day trading that you can drop a couple bucks in there, watch it if it starts diving, you know, either buy the dip and try to recover your lost assets or just let it ride and let it come back up over time. Yeah, unfortunately, I've been trying to do that whole buy the dip through this whole downtrend and uh, I'm wondering what I'm doing wrong, but hopefully one day it'll come back up. So yeah, on those beam coins, you know, that that ship seems to be the king right now for the most part. I think it's kind of like Doge, you know, it's getting a strong backing and it's, 
think moving forward it's going to be doing really well i don't really understand it but i know it's got a lot of hype they're going to be coming out with wallets and all kinds of cool stuff to burn it down so what are your thoughts well i think they're it's such a low value it's easy to get in there and invest and see huge gains i mean literally the the coin is what seven ten thousandths of a of a penny right or maybe hundred thousands right now yeah but it, it's such a low value that you can just get into it for almost nothing yeah and i think it's kind of the you know the mind game is kind of what i'm looking at playing into how things have been uh i, I started staking mine on uh crypto.com and i've already gotten like seven thousand coins in four days so i mean mm-hmm. it's like it starts messing with your mind when you're thinking god if this turns out like doge like just seven seven thousand coins in three days like could be a huge payoff or could mm-hmm. be worth nothing because right now it's like three cents yeah if you watch um if you watch some of the people that are really into ship they've got this mentality that there's so much to be made and earned before it ever sees one penny and i think about it that way because i bought i bought some it it was a couple days ago it was down to like 634 and i mean like point oh 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 634 and um it had a jump and went up to like 7.8 and i made like 100 bucks in 10 minutes right and all that you know you got to think of the ratios of that that it, it really doesn't need to move much this is all a percentage game with with the caveat watch out for those low-end coins and whatnot that don't have uh, a huge market cap like i don't get tricked i've seen people posting like hey look at this it had five thousand percent gains overnight well sure it had 35 dollar market cap i mean there was nothing spent that whole day yeah, I think they, they had a strong play of uh, sending Val Buterin, you know, umpteen billion dollars in coins, and he was like, uh, I don't want this power, and donated it, and it kind of put a little bad taste in people's mouth, but at the same time, you know, the king, it got talked about with the king, so it was good marketing, I guess, kind of like the good new or bad marketing is just as good as good marketing. It's the word out there. Any news is good news. So, so looking it, at what's the what's the little ones are the are the I guess your play toys or whatnot while we watch the stable coin going all over the place. Um, before we get into that, I, I want to throw one more hat or one more thing in the ring. Uh, I got to go with Safe Moon. That's kind of <laughs> to me was the. The one before SHIB that everybody was really diving into, it had a lot of mm-hmm. stuff going on. Uh, celebrities were even tweeting about it. It was gaining some good ground, and then that's about the time Doge took off, and then they SHIB kind of came out, and it's just been kind of dying down the whole time. But they're also integrating a wallet, and they're supposed to be making their own blockchain and doing all kinds of wild stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a sleeper as well that some people might not know about. But, like I said, and we said that this is something you don't want to dump a lot of money into, but it's like pulling the one-armed bandit on these. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and that's any case. And, and my biggest thing to say about these is watch the market cap. Because if you can't, if you buy into something and you go in there and make a ton of money out of it, if there's no market cap, there's nobody to buy it. Right? So that's the one biggest, like, waiver I have when we're playing around with um, 
are playing around with meme coins. I think that's probably what kept me away from Safe Moon and doing too much with it because its market cap is kind of all over the board. Oh, yeah. Like it it'll have zero sure. market cap days. Yeah. yeah. I, and it's, yeah, when I, I was dumping in uh, all these crypto wallets and crypto applications, I guess the one I first jumped into was getting a trust wallet and then figuring out Binance and trying to buy Binance to take it over trust wallet, convert all this stuff over, which was a huge pain. I'm like, good God, no wonder why nobody knows how to do this crypto stuff. This is extremely overwhelming. And then every time you do a transaction, it's a fee and then it's a fee and then it's a fee. And it's like, okay, I'm just slowly getting bled out here. And then finally got into some other stuff, making a little more sense. But I would say the meme coins is what really got me going on all that. Yeah. No, I can understand that. That, that brings up a whole other topic to get into. I broached a little bit on one episode about wallets, just understanding how to transfer and exchange stuff around and not get ripped for it. Um, it. It can definitely just blast you to pieces if you just think you can send it around any way you want to, like we do with a bank account. It's not, right? I mean, converting to the converting to an efficient coin to tra- uh, transfer around is definitely worth your time to look into. Yeah, I was trying to get my SHIB over to Crypto.com so I could start staking it from uh, BitMart, I believe. I think it had like 78 million SHIB on there or something like that. But anyway, it was going to cost me 2 million SHIB just to move it over. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Ugh. Yep. Yep. I use, um, I've been using more Cardano uh, to transfer here lately. They've had pretty low fees. Um going from any exchange to any wallet they've been pretty consistently low Cardano one of my favorites yeah it's got some legs I think it'll be a good one so what what about like just overall strategy where do you see things coming and going and what what's going on with everything right now it's kind of what, what have you picked up on with this uh, crazy uh, cycle Oh my God. Uh, well, every strategy I've tried to implement hasn't really panned out very well for me. So I've been just really trying to research. Well, let me take that back. As I've been watching YouTube and listening, I find it, I've been writing names down every time I hear them. So the more I hear one, I'm like, okay, why do people believe in this? Is it all hype or is there a real reason? So. I've been trying to go into those for the long term to see which ones are going to pan out. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about VeChain, Cardano. You know, VeChain, I'm trying to find like that happy median of your, your blue chip stocks, like your Ethereum. We all know it's good, so I've got some in there. But then I'm like, okay, what's at a better price point for me? And that's Cardano's at a dollar. Like I hear it all the time. And it fluctuates between dollar and dollar fifty right now. I think when I bought in, it was like two and a half bucks. So it's like, ugh took a little hit there and then i'm like okay so i always look at the charts and i look at cardano and cardano a year ago was like seven cents so i'm like wow how in the world did it gain this much ground you know so as i've been hearing all these names i've been writing them down and i'm thinking okay i found these at seven cents to 10 cents right now they've been getting a lot of traction 
So I've been kind of investing in those and looking into them a little bit, but not as much research as I should. But it's kind of like with the whole the whole hype train thing. There's good things going on with them. I've been investing in them, and hopefully a year from now, unless we're in that big long potential bear market, could be two years, four years, whatever. It'll go from seven cents to a dollar, be ten times of my money. So I've been kind of making those plays like that, and then of course Omi, which is like zero zero two right now since which they're in the nft world they've got a lot of good stuff going on they just landed uh marvel which is super awesome they already got dc and they've uh got adventure time some other things really good project to look into i feel like long term i don't think it's going to be overnight success but they got a lot of good strong names backing them yeah i think um when i look at market-wide I look at a few things, right, and I've been really diving into a, a subject that I'll probably have to take onto a whole separate episode and really dumb it oh, way down. Sure. But when you look at the stochastic oscillator, I think there's a, an interesting view on the crypto market that it becomes more necessary to use this kind of look at the market as opposed to what you would do in um, normal trading. Right, and I'm not gonna dive into that right now, but there's some indicators out there, I'll tell you for those crypto enthusiasts who really want it to go big. There's some indicators out there that we're getting prepped for a super cycle, um, that we're, we're in an idle place at right now, but these oscillators are at a point where they're indicating in, in history when we've had it, um, in the positions that they are now, basically the lows versus highs and the end of day versus their average lows over a certain period of time. So all the, all this, you know, math that goes into this, but these oscillators are indicating that we're on the verge of this huge super cycle, which will be good. That, that super oh cycle God. would be like a big bull run for, you know, for a long period of time. This was just called a bull cycle or a growth cycle that we were just in. And the super cycle would be where it pushes um, pushes things up to unheard of heights. Yes. So the, we're, we're right. Uh, you know, there are some indicators of that. But then we're also in a point that you have to understand that some of these big whales, like the whales are, a lot of people are staying away from the big stable coins because you've got people throwing billions of dollars around and it moves the market so much. And when they pull it out and it drops the price, everybody starts doing a fire sale and pulling all their stuff out and drop the price anymore or even more. And then they just buy right back into it. Right. Cause they pulled out early and started this downtrend and yeah. when they bought, they buy back in on a huge dip that they created that it's kind of pushing the market around. That's one of the big things where crypto has been, um, I think, reluctantly accepted by larger banks and institutions because a few a small group of people can really move the really move the total value up and down yeah they're gonna have to definitely jump on board with this stuff eventually you know uh i was listening to one uh, youtube video the other day and they were talking about how majority of millennials in the younger group don't even have stocks they're all in crypto and you know as time goes on, those old timers are going to be moving out, and I, I've personally gotten a salty taste in my mouth from the uh, stock world as of recently, especially with all the shorting and everything going on. 
and really crypto just makes more sense to me man just hearing videos how you go to another country you know if it's accepted it's just instant payments to trying to transfer money over i mean it's it's inevitable it really is yeah and that's i think what el salvador just brought it in as an official um currency of the country but then they also gave they made the option to give all six million of the population thirty dollars in crypto if they sign up for this government endorsed wallet that's insane so yeah all these little moves like this are are really making a big difference Um, and i I think just the general acceptability is pretty awesome to see countries actually accepting it yeah, I mean, and kind of put it in perspective, for like a long time, I haven't understood TikTok at all. I still really don't. <laughs> but ever since I started hearing about there, there's a lot of crypto news on there. It's definitely, I'm going to have to check that out just for that sole purpose. And I mean, it's a huge platform. It's just taking off. And me as being a little bit older, I know the younger generation has been using it for a while. So, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, you got to check this stuff out, not just write it right off. Right. I, I think there's, um, I think you're starting to see where people, even even the bigger banks and generations and countries are all, all starting to understand the, the one point that wasn't apparent when we had this big bull run back in 2017 is that it's not going anywhere, right? There, there are technology or technological advantages to it not just related to money, but just um, the whole security, um, the way to handle things to, you know, I even built a very simple web page on the Ethereum blockchain for this podcast just to show that, hey, this is on the Ethereum blockchain. It's uncensored. It's completely unpenetrable in a, in a uh, decentralized manner where nobody owns it, right? It's, right. you know, it's owned by millions of individuals. And that technology makes it virtually impossible to um, hack when it's in or, you know, tamper with the, the information that's transmitted on there without the consensus of 51% of every shareholder in, in the entire blockchain. So I think there's so much future in it that we, we can't ignore it. it it's not going to go anywhere because security protocols are going to demand that we use it in some form or fashion. Right. And it, it seems like crypto is getting people to want to invest and nobody wants to deal with Wall Street. No. You know, I it's mean, just it's it's not controlled by a certain small group of people in a lot of cases. Um, and it gets to be less so um, the bigger it becomes. Yeah, I mean, and not only that, even as a child growing up, all I've ever heard is I don't trust the government. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean this this doesn't get any better than that but also uh, you know it's like with Walmart and big chains having their own self checkout you know it's cutting the middleman out they're saving money that way well it's, it's the same thing with the bank you don't have to go to the bank you don't have to call them up you know tell them to do this stuff you just do it yourself and it saves a lot of time in the long run you know so I, it's definitely it's good it's good I like it. let's just keep it going yep Yep, it's just, uh, you know, it, it does lend itself to the mob mentality. That's where the volatility comes from because, you know, if you see stocks doing crazy things, 
in the uh, stock market, you'll see, like in the U.S., you'll see the Fed step in and buffet interest interest rates are, you know, raise or lower interest rates to drive more money into the economy. And, mm, yeah, we feel good when we get covered up, but then, you know, it's still a form of control of that investment being given over to uh, government or to a centralized mind, if you will. We're here. Uh, if it starts crashing and everybody crashes, it's going to crash. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like, what is there, 20, 21 million Bitcoin? Mm. That's the that's the uh, max that right. ever when it's yeah. produced. So, right. I mean, you take that into mind, there's only 21 million Bitcoin. So where we just printed what 40% of the circulating supply of the United States money recently you know so now that value of the dollar has just dropped down so that's you know another big key thing for me with crypto is I know there's only X amount made it's going to hold its value mm-hmm. yeah and most uh, most cryptos put a limiting factor on there where Ethereum hasn't yet but it will come out with its 2.0 release but that tends to be the train of thought as they move to a, a fixed uh, final number yeah i know that the 2.0 is going to be deflationary so it's going to be eating up a lot of coins at a rapid pace too mm-hmm. it does so i would say just overall right now and, and this is just my theory all the time you know sport coins are meme coins, whatever you want to call them, sport investing, meme coin investment, whatever. Like, that's fun to play with, but don't build it into a long-term strategy or you might not be happy. What I try to say is look at the technology that's out there, just like anything. If you're going to invest in a company, don't invest in one that has crap technology and no R&D department to grow and develop. You, You know, you want to think of the bell curve, right? That they're Interest is going to be really high at the beginning. It'll flatten off and it'll die uh, later on. Well, look at these companies that have a future and then a future beyond that, right? Those companies are the ones that I say, look at your long-term investment. Look at, you know, Matic increasing the amount of transactions that can be handled on Ethereum. Ethereum, because it does allow so many different um, protocols to be operated within its web of or its uh, blockchain, right? Look at those things that are going to dive in and try to understand some of the technology behind all this stuff and why it's being created and why it exists and invest in those for the long term. Hold, hold, you know, if you've got money and you've taken a dip, hold it. Like if it's a good coin that you think are not just a coin, but a good crypto technology that has some future, don't be frightened. It'll, it'll come back around. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, when you go to their website, and if they don't show their face, it's probably not a good idea to go that route. But you can also <clears throat> see where they come from. And a lot of them, they worked at Google or Amazon, you know, so they've got that backing as well. So you can feel a little bit better about a project before you invest in it. So do a little bit of research, especially if you're talking mean coin department. There's probably not going to be any of that. But what I've come to find out, and this is one reason why people like SafeMoon a little bit more, is like all the devs, CEO, all that have their name and face out there. So like if they rug pull, it's game over for them for the rest of their life. It's going to haunt them. Mm -hmm. And then you've also got, you know, think, think about it this way too. 
when you're looking at this, uh, especially right around mid 2021 that we're in right now, we're creating this cast. And if you're listening to it far in the future, look at this as a historical significant fact that we're still, you know, year on year, Bitcoin's up 200% right now at its low for the past seven months. It's still up 200% over year over year. Crypt, or, uh, Ethereum, 600% year over year. Like, that's not bad math for somebody who's not looking in the, in the inter, trying to get a short-term investment play and you're actually investing into this for the long haul. That's yeah, you, pretty darn good money. Any which way you calculate, I don't care how much you had in there, you get right. 600% out in a year. It's pretty freaking amazing. You're not going to find a stock or a bank that's even going to give you a small fraction of that percentage. Mm-mm. We like to get like 8 12% from mm-hmm. stock portfolios. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm staking everything I can on crypto.com. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not They've much. There's some good ones I, out there that are. What they're I staking mean, up to twenty percent on some of theirs. Yeah, I, I think right now my shiv and uh, dot polka dot is at five percent, which I'm I'm not selling. I'm gonna hold that long term. Might as well make a little cheddar on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good for. I would look into that. Um, just looking at the staking, especially during these times right now, because staking, just to back that up, is ultimately you're committing that you're going to leave your coin backing that currency for X amount of time. All kinds of different stake levels, all that stuff. I think Ethereum stakes out for a year. Um, but you're, you're just saying, hey, I'm going to leave my coin in here. It's going to help secure the network. It's going to earn a percentage against that for that time period which like i say one of theirs i think if i'm remembering the crypto coin itself or crypto.com is staking like 20 percent right that's not bad turnaround but you still get your coin at the end of your term right you're gonna pull it out and you're gonna realize the value of increase so it's been a really good thing i think introduced to the market probably over the past few months that have allowed people to hold or hodl and actually still get some gains out of it in the interim so they're getting some short term but then definitely getting the long term gains without having their money sit idle or having to be pulled out and put into a tether account or just regular US dollar or whatever your local currency is yeah I think my dot right now is accumulated .01 which don't sound like a lot but if you go five years into the future how much would .01 be worth <laughs> you know especially if you go in with yeah, like the sure. Bitcoin mindset you know, my mentality, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't think it's going to get that high, but still a fact of the matter is it's that point one is going to be worth a whole lot more than it is right now in five years. So, hey, I'll mm-hmm. take what I can get. Yep, for sure. So I think um, uh, any other big things, topics that are scratching your scratching your brain here over the past week or so? Uh, I mean, you'll definitely find out through these episodes that I'm big in NFTs as old school gamer. Uh, I was doing a little bit of research and seeing where Jay-Z bought a crypto punk NFT for like $11.8 million or some crazy amount and said that one's him. So, and it, it it's basically like going back to uh, paint on your computer 20, 30 years ago, however long it's been, where you just click, like the boxes are so big, it's like a pixelated picture. And a lot of your big names are, are making crypto punks and putting on there and just selling for stupid prices. It doesn't even make sense. But 
I guess it was probably the first NFT somewhere around there. So I don't know if it's that nostalgia kind of thing going on. Uh, so I'm really big in NFTs. Uh, other than that, man, I'm just really listening to a lot of YouTube, trying to figure stuff out. What direction do I want to go? Where's the market going? Is it going to dip? Oh my God, what am I getting into? But I really do believe in it long term. So I'm just hodling everything, man. Yeah. And I think that's the big play. Like, if, if well, unless you've got a crap uh, coin and bad technology or something, I'm telling you guys, like, these things with a future, it's not going to hurt you to huddle those for a yeah. while. And that's kind of, you know, that's, that's why I'm into NFTs, just for the fact that it has a purpose right now. You know, I can mm-hmm. see it. I can do something with it. I can take a picture with it. Uh, I, I really think VR, you know, I've, you know me, I've never really been into VR. I've always appreciated it. I just never felt like it was the time for me. But with, you know, I believe Google and Apple coming out with Google Glasses and all that, I was really thinking a lot deeper about it. So when you get these glasses, yeah, you can see stuff online, you, you know, that probably mirrors from your phone. But let's say you're walking around your city. And you've got all these NFTs you bought from Omi, and people can put them in certain spots in the city. And now, if you've got these glasses and that application, you can go around and snap your picture with them. Or, I'm not promoting it, but like black market kind of stuff going on, they could be tagging buildings where you can meet up and do kinds of crazy stuff. So, I don't know. Like, I see it just going wild in the long term. You'd have to go there, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, I remember back in the day. What did uh, you get? Did you get abused in the Pokemon Go? But you remember back in the day when there was—I don't even remember what it was called—but you could leave like a clue in certain spots, and then you go to that spot, and there's a new clue, and then finally you win the treasure. Is this that time you got stuck in somebody's basement and they were like? I mean, you know, there's a potential for it, but I'm just saying. Uh I could see where, uh-huh. like, these treasure hunt games could come hey, kids, into big this play. this is a public announcement. Children, do not uh, do this at home. This is uh, only to be completed by trained individuals. I'm just looking at big picture of things. But anyway, that's all. You'd have to take it from Jay-Z to end up in somebody's basement, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, you know, people like him. Let's see. Uh, biggest things that I have that are just uh, updating right now are uh, some of the transfer fees. We were talking about that brief briefly, oh my and God. they have some injunctions made on some of these transfer fees where uh, Ethereum took a big step in downing that, that their their transaction fee average right now is around $2.15, where it was up as high as 70 bucks within a month ago. So they're, they're taking some control of that with also Bitcoin transaction fees going down overnight. Um, generally, that's done to help facilitate some additional trading so you're not getting punished quite as much for moving your monies around. Yeah, that, but that's some good news. That right there alone in itself, I, I'm reading how fees are at their all-time low right now, and I'm thinking to myself, God, I couldn't imagine what it was like six months ago before I got in because right now they seem high as can be to me. Yeah, there. I mean, to send a, I know at one point I can remember I was sending like two hundred bucks worth of Ethereum somewhere, and I started to do the transfer, and it was like seventy four dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, nope, that'll be a note for me. I'll yep. just hold it right where it is. 
I had 75 bucks trying to do something on Uniswap. <laughs> and then when, whenever I went to do it, it's like, that'll be $25 fee. And I'm like, no, it's not. Nope. That's just a little bit too much. But I think, you know, that's that's to, in, that's to kind of be expected right now with the volume but and the, the amount of bandwidth they have. But that'll be easing up um, as they increase these protocols where they can handle so much more, uh, handle so many more transactions. But just watch out for that for the time being. Be careful. Listen to my wallet episode and some of the follow-up ones that'll help guide you through not getting just ripped apart on transaction fees. Sure. But for me, that was a little update for mid-2021 as we're getting launched, uh, just to kind of talk about the fluctuating market. We're coming live with this episode right in the middle of a big, um, a big, um, I won't even call it dip, but we're in a big hold position right now where a lot of people are sitting there watching. You can see things go up 5%, down 5%, up 6%, down 3%. And we're not seeing that, oh, it just went up 55% overnight. We're not seeing that as much as we were a couple months ago, which indicates to me everybody's being a little cautious, getting ready for the turn and follow the market and see where it goes here in the near future. Yeah. Uh, So what would be your top three coins you're looking at right now? Uh, Always, uh, always going to be Ethereum. That's always going to be my number one. I think it's going to be the base of the future. And I would have to say it's a toss up. I like Cardano because it's a different, um, it's a different coin that's trying to accomplish a similar thing as uh, Ethereum, where you can handle more transactions and use smart contracts, which I think is unbelievably huge. And then I would have to like dot. I'm still watching Polkadot like a like a hawk. It's dropped low enough right now that I, I, if I had twenty thousand free dollars, I'd probably throw it in dot and just watch it um, <laughs> because I think that's that's a, another protocol that's built on. Um, what's well, actually built the? I think it was original founder and he was like CFO or something or CTO of the Ethereum company, and he split off and built. Polkadot with and starting an Ethereum 2.0. So he's starting out a little bit ahead, but has really good technology. And he's just um, getting that one up and rolling. And I think that'll have some legs too. Nice, nice. Yeah, I would have to definitely go with Cardano. It's probably my top one. I mean, I like Ethereum. I've got some of it. But just listen to Charles Hoskins and talk and his vision and the fact he's always out there putting himself out there just that's my top coin man i'm really in like i like that where that guy's going and what he's going to be able to accomplish as long as he keeps on track and he's he's got the mindset where he's not gonna release this the smart contracts until it's ready it's good it's solid i know some people like the uh throw it against the wall and see what sticks affect and then clean up where you need to but i really like the way he's uh his mindset is i would probably have to say next is omi which is my nfts check it out for sure they got some really good stuff going on and i haven't looked too much into it and it kind of raised an eyebrow is solana it's supposed to be i know everything's an ethereum killer and bitcoin killer but during this big dip it was at a high of uh 58 and right now it's at 29 so it only went about halfway down and that's kind of a you know an eye opener for me, where some of these had 80 and 90 percent dips. So I'll definitely 
you know, be touching base on that more along the lines in the future. And that's my top three for right now. Well, that sounds good. It only sounds like one of them are going to end up with you in somebody's basement asking for the lotion. <laughs> that's to be determined. That's right. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that'll wrap us for today uh, or for this episode. And we'll have plenty more. I think we'll launch uh, with a few episodes in the can and be ready to rock. That's all I got from the chemist. And as if get crypto, we'll holler at you next time. Thank you for joining us on our journey today. Leave us feedback anywhere so we can give you really bad advice on your crypto questions. Or you can email us directly at cryptoidiots at pm.me. That is K-R-Y-P-T-O-I-D-I-O-T-S at pm.me. We are looking forward to hearing back from you. And until next time, the idiots have left the building.